your dog? My dog went flying through the air over the trees. I don't know how it did it. Okay. Damn it, I'm really confused. All I saw was my dog coming over the fence, and Nate was dead when she hit the ground. I didn't see any cars. All I saw was my dog coming over the fence. Uh, we got someone or something crawling around out here. Did you see what it was? Was it a person or an animal or? Somebody along the line said that the universe is not only stranger than you think, it's stranger than you can think. <laughs> There's a statement I use, if you're green, you grow, if you're ripe, you rot. So I like to stay green until I'm not here anymore. Just keep learning because that's what it's all about. Welcome to the show. You're listening to Bigfoot and the Citizen Scientist podcast. I'm your host, Tyler, and I'd like to thank you for being here. If you have an encounter or story that you would like to share with me, shoot me an email. My email address is sciencemeetsbigfoot at gmail.com. You can message me on any of the social media platforms or give the voicemail line a ring. That number is 641-715-3900 using extension 448-449 when prompted. If you'd like to come on the show or make contact with me, be sure to leave your contact information so I know who and how to contact back. I wanted to take the time to welcome back all the old listeners. I've been on a huge hiatus, as you know, as research camp and other work endeavors have kept me from producing content, but that will all be changing soon. I've got interviews in the works, all of which I'm excited about, but certain ones way more than others. I also have much more research camp content coming both from this last summer, as well as my winter camp I'll have set up on the Oregon coast. So to the people sticking around, I say thank you. I greatly appreciate it. And to the newcomer, welcome. Today's episode is part one of a two-part roundtable discussion with this podcast's research partner and guest from season two, episode 11, entitled The Campfire Experience, Casey, along with Connor Flynn, aka Bigfoot Anonymous, which is the author of several books in the cryptid side, social media figure within the cryptid community, and myself. The beginning of this episode's audio is pretty bad due to internet connections, but it clears up and diminishes not too long from the beginning. I also want to add a warning that this episode has a language and content warning, so please be advised. Alright, well without any further ado, I present to you another Roundtable Discussion. Hey, 
what's up, what's up? How's it going? Good, man. You guys know each other, right? No, not really. I just thought it was funny. Uh, just a Connor connection. Ah, okay. Well, Casey, this is Connor. Connor, this is Casey. What's up, dude? <laughs> nice to meet you, homie. Yeah, if, if you're a friend of Tyler, you're a friend of mine. Yeah, this is a uh, this, this is Bigfoot Anonymous. Oh, cool! Yeah, I recognize from that from the podcast you had with him. So that's yes. Cool. Yeah, I'm a fellow Southerner. I grew up in Tennessee and have just been living out in Seattle for the last 20 years, and moved to Portland a couple of years ago. So, dude, you're living the dream. The, uh, Portland and Seattle are on my map. I was just in uh, Tennessee at Thunder Rock Campground near uh, Copper Hill. I don't know. It's right. Rape- very southern part of the state it's like right above georgia it was very cool though we had a squatch out nice nice yeah i grew uh-huh. up about an hour about uh about a 45 minutes an hour south of or north of chattanooga nice nice yeah so you're not too far away because chattanooga was pretty close it was, uh, chattanooga is like 25 yep. uh minutes to the west it was in the cherokee national forest yep. so that kind of makes it a little bit bigger yeah, i'm super close to that uh, side note, not to get too off subject, but that's where me and my family had our sighting when I was like a little kid. So, Heck tell yeah. them about that. Tell them about that. Uh, I'll try to short version it, but yeah, so we were out, you know, doing the southern thing of uh, of like having a little campfire in the summer, and uh, just kept having some shit happen where it was a strong smell, just hearing stuff, and not really giving it too much cred because you know it's the south. There's animals everywhere and whatnot. And uh, kept smelling this really strong smell. And then finally, um, it culminated with my dad seeing something. And so he got the shotgun out. Uh, and somehow my sister went to go sit next to him and burned herself on a lantern and screamed really loud. And, uh, and then right after that, that, that smell was like eye-watering. Now Casey's muted. Okay, got it. Got it. I don't know what happened there. Sorry, guys. <laughs> yeah, that was weird. So, um, and so yeah, and uh, that smell got so strong, it was eye watering, and we heard a mimic sound of like a wildcat or a bobcat or something. But it sounded like it sounded like that, but not really to us at the time. It was just a really weird scream that was real close. So we all ran away and. Uh, jumped in the truck but then went back snuffed the fire and as we're driving away in this one lane road that's like pitch dark uh we're driving away and we're kind of calming down and uh i'm just goofing off because it's totally dark and i have a flashlight and i'm sitting facing towards the tailgate and i'm just dicking around like clicking the light on and off as we're driving and all of a sudden, my dad just, like, nails the gas, and we're all like, whoa. And at that same time, I hit that flashlight and illuminated a freaking eight-foot-tall, white, grayish beam that was crossing the road and, like, hit the one-lane road in one step, uh, very much like the PG film. But I only saw, like, straight side view, like, school side view of it, head to toe taking steps walk in and it was like started on one lane at one side of the road it's one step was middle and following step was completely on the other side of the road like 
but it was huge, dude. I mean, and I say white, but I was telling Tyler this the other day of like, I say white, but really it was like in a pitch black, it could be like a grayish color, you know, yeah. but in pitch black when a light hits it, it, it just pops, you know? So that's why it's ingrained in my head as a white one, but essentially and, it could be like a gray or whatever. But. And your dad saw it too, or what made him? Uh... <laughs> Dude, so four, four adults and six kids saw it. There were six, wow. kids, six kids in the back in the truck bed and four adults in the front. And so when they were coming around the corner, I guess their headlights illuminated it perfectly within like four or five feet because we're talking like a narrow road that's right there. And I guess it was like right there. And as I tell the story, like if I didn't, before I cut on the flashlight, if I had just looked left, I probably would have like gotten a face full of like sasquatch hair or something like no kidding it was that close to the truck and like the second it went past it was taking the step you know so it was like so close to the side of the road it wasn't like we were driving off and saw something in the distance that we were talking like i clicked the flashlight on and within that distance you know 10 or 15 feet i'd say of the truck bed i saw it crossing and was just like absolutely no doubt what it is but the adults had the most perfect view of it my dad refuses to talk about what he saw in detail except to say that um he says he saw two of them and that's why he hit that's why he floored it he saw two of them he saw one up in a tree or saw on the side of the cliff or something that he thought was going to jump down in the back of the truck and, and get us kids and then there was the other one that was on the side of the road but i can't get like good details from him you know but that's one of the main goals of going back to tennessee is uh, i'm moving back there here in the next like couple of weeks so uh i'm gonna while i'm there i'm gonna keep pursuing the tennessee side uh sasquatch including going back to that area where we had our sighting and kind of further pressing my uh relatives who were there like come on just spill it once just tell me you know like what you saw so that'll be pretty fun and cool but you know i know for sure man we straight up saw it dude and like no question like no no was it a bear was it an animal no man this was like biggest animal being thing anything i've ever seen dude like and i i'm like i'm right in between six two and six three and uh, when i when i put my arm above my head it's around like seven feet or so and i i measured it and so i got to looking on a tree once to be like oh it's about that high and so i measured it and it's like eight feet dude and like it's like it's hips its hip section were even with the truck bed as it walked across that's how i also remember like how huge it was because i'm like you know this little kid <laughs> holy shit <laughs> you know like of all the things when i clicked the light on that i never would have ever thought that was and also like keying back to what happened to us and you know as an as a kid i was probably like 
I think like 10 or 11 when that happened. So, you know, you just kind of was like, you heard the adults be like, oh, that was a Bigfoot. And so as a kid, you're like, okay, cool. That was a Bigfoot. That was weird. But as an adult, I'm piecing it more together and all that. And we, we actually went back the next day and hiked around and we found a deer carcass that was in a ravine that had its head twisted back. And I was talking to my sister about it and she said, I don't, she recalls it having like some bites and stuff chewed out of its stomach or hind corners. Um, I kind of remember that. I don't, <clears throat> I don't remember that, but I definitely remember its neck being twisted back because my thought was, Oh, you know, he biffed it and ate it down into the ditch, you know, but then later on it's like deer don't really do that. You know what I mean? They might biff it and break a leg and, you know, whatever, but they don't like just straight, you know, dive headfirst into a ravine. Um, my dad and uncles, I remember them walking around the, the river and they said they saw footprints and they just thought it was somebody messing with us. Like maybe we were on someone's property or something like that and they were trying to scare us off. So that was their thought process, but I really wish I'd have gone down there and looked with them because I just didn't think there was going to be anything down there. So I didn't go down, but they were even like, yeah, there were some footprints down there. So in my brain, I'm like, oh man, I really wish I'd have gone down and checked it out. But, but yeah. And that was, that was the Tennessee story, man. So. No. Yeah, that's a that's a lot of action. That's a lifetime of action uh, for some people. But Tennessee is definitely known for it. You know, Tennessee Titans. And then yeah. there's an awesome book, 50 Years with Bigfoot uh, by Mary Green about the Carter farm, which uh, the grandfather finds Little Fox, which is a Bigfoot, and then ends up raising it kind of and then watches it. Uh, the family dynamic grow and then he finds a mate has children a couple of children are good a couple of children are bad it's very cool and Janice Carter has done a ton of podcasts Tyler you should uh, try to get her on the show one time Janice Carter yeah Janice Carter it's uh her story is so wild man and this Tennessee camp out she was going to be a guest, but somehow she got uh, caught up at work and she wasn't able to make it. But she was there the first year and she has like intuitive, intuitive, you know, abilities that she can uh, connect with these beings in the forest. And they were giving her uh, signals that dogmen were coming last year and she actually had people leave early. And it really got wild because there was like twigs thrown uh, and rocks thrown off top. And at first they thought, oh, man, the Sasquatch are being aggressive. But really, the Sasquatch were uh, just trying to usher them out, you know, according to all the legend of the first camp. The second camp, uh, same action, but uh, we did not leave. Okay. Wow. Yeah, I'm starting to hear more and more stories come out. And the area I grew out, I grew up in specifically, uh, has a old. It's called Old Stone Fort, um, but it's tied in with the Mound Builders. And yes, that whole area. It's uh, in fact they have mounds still there, and they excavated. And of course, you know the story they told us as kids was, oh, these were special because these were the, you know, royalty and this and that, but. 
later on, I got more stories that it was actually, you know, it did tie in with the Giants and the reason they chose that area is because it was safer from the Giants because it was all cliffs and there's a deep tide pool where at the very least they could keep them off because it ties in with the red hair Giants for the Ohio and Tennessee Valley. And like, yes, there's been like giant skulls and bones found in, in the Mont Eagle area. So kind of more I dig, the more I find as it goes, you know, hundred percent, bro. You've been doing your research. It's awesome to find another friend of the sun worshipers. You know, they were buried in a sitting position facing East. And yes, who gives a dang about presidents when we had actual Kings and Queens that earned their spot and they were covered in gold and gems that actually served a purpose not just to show off you know yes man uh i i've definitely uh stopped by a lot of mounds i actually stopped by the kolomoki mounds on my way to tennessee and not many people know about that it's like a 70 foot pyramid in georgia and it's steep as heck and there's about seven of them uh in a semicircle. it links up with the equinox and the summer solstice it's very cool and then just in the everglades i stopped at the otter mound preserve which this was a smaller mound but it was made out of oyster shells and the other scraps over decades that they just threw and it ended up making a huge wall it was very cool it was the calusa people and they worshipped a half man half cat whoa yeah there's a huge statue of it and uh i was just in a movie with scary cat called and it was just like too much realism for me you know i was like on vacation seeing that i'm like oh my god hey connor it was awesome yeah bro what, what was the name of that movie you uh, broke up when you said the title? The Void Cat. The Void Cat? C-A-T. Yes, okay. and it comes out October 31st, and we're in a film festival at the Cap City Video Lounge in Tallahassee. So our, our movie's going to be shown on the big screen and then voted on. Uh, so I'm super excited because I just saw the final cut like two days ago and i've already watched it probably like nine times uh, all the way through it's only 15 minutes uh but it's it's incredible that's hmm. cool dude and then of course Zillafoot is in in uh walmart in like three days like i don't i the date's the third it's supposed to be a walmart on the fifth so i'm super excited about that my video my my video camera my laptop i finally got my laptop back uh, I've been without it for about a month because I broke the screen on it, and uh, I uh, my my camera's not working. So normally I'd be showing the video right now because I own the DVD. You guys honestly need to watch it because it is awesome. But <laughs> yes, uh, so uh, I'll put up a a picture of the the video right now when I yes. post this. <laughs> Did you get the poster too? Uh, when you got the package, I did. I yes. did. Yes, that's awesome, dude. Well, next time we link up, I'll sign it for you. Yeah, well, <laughs> nice. hopefully, hopefully, very no soon. signing charge. <laughs> oh no, not at all. You know, no, no, I'm just, I'm just playing. I'm just. He's playing. I, uh, I, I, I'm right now. I'm saving up uh, so I can uh, spend a week in Michigan and go uh, hang out with a few people there I know, including uh, Linda Palm Ranky. And then uh, Florida and Tennessee are my other two destinations that I want to go to. Yeah, oh, for sure. 
once Casey moves back, you know, he's only going to be a couple hours away from me down here. So that, that'll be perfect. Yeah, yes. man. I got, I got homies that live further South down toward Naples. So I'll be like back and forth a lot. Like, that's where my dad lives. So that's oh, why no I way. just was at for a week right in nice, Naples. Nice. Right on the edge nice of the down there, man. Especially oh, after awesome. this Pacific Northwest weather. Jeez. I'm loving oh. it, dude. Oh, for sure, man. That's a, that's <laughs> a perfect blend. And yeah. that, like I, uh, I road tripped across America a few years ago, but we stayed South, like Nevada, Arizona, okay. California. I wish, I wish we were able to go, uh, you know, Colorado, Washington, Wyoming, all just the top yeah. corner of the, uh, of the country. It would have been truly magical, but, but yeah, I'm, I'm really pumped about Zilla foot because the boy cat, uh, Tyler, you know, I've, I've, had you reach out to jack before jack mcclellan he's the one that shot the film the scenes for zilla foot but he's the one that filmed the void cat and it's part of some huge big project that uh it's two short films and then that's going to tie in with the feature length film that they like intertwine into a cursed movie so i'm really okay. i'm really pumped you know uh and then zilla foot's just like a a throwaway side project but jack jack is hopefully going to be uh directing the sequel and our three characters that are in my scenes will hopefully be just the main the main three characters in the movie so that'll be really cool too because i basically just play myself so i'll just write my okay. own scenes <laughs> That's awesome. is, is it a uh is it a fictional tale or is it based on an actual like crypto or something or this Zilla foot is basically half Godzilla, half Bigfoot, and uh, it's just outrageous. But it actually is really cool because SRS Cinemas, that's who makes it, they have a bunch of Japanese and other Asian kaiju movies. They have the rights okay. to them. So they actually use some of those films, like some of the spices, at the beginning for some of the monsters. So I'm like linked to like eight decent kaiju movies, you know, and then Zilla foot. Hey, it did good enough online to make it into Walmart and Best Buy yeah. and like FYE. So it's cool. I have a small wow, party. Cool, man. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't get anything from it, but uh, fun project, but it though. still builds the Bigfoot push, you know? Yeah, yeah. And it's fun. It's a fun project, you know? 100%. Hopefully, yeah. they check out the Void Cat after that, you know, because okay. that one's, dude, is so trippy and awesome. And uh, there's basically two main characters and i'm one of them so it's gonna be yeah, awesome yeah what's the void what's the void cat so that's i think that's gonna start a new uh trend in cryptid world you know people okay. are gonna be looking out for because okay. it's yeah. uh, something you could bring upon yourself like uh bloody mary or Candyman. so you know people might start having yeah. sightings after october 31st so i'm super so, excited um not to get too off crazy, but that reminded me of something just because it's the holiday season and all. Uh, do you know about the Bell Witch down in your area? The Tennessee oh, yeah. Bell Witch? Up in Tennessee, yeah. Okay. My buddy Stockton. You used to say it in the uh in the mirror or something like I don't yeah, believe. Yeah, yeah, it's a bloody Mary thing, right? So I did that as a kid and I have not told anyone this, but I swear to God. So I did that as a kid just to mess around, you know, because everyone did it. But really the thing is supposed to be like your eyes are adjusting. So really you're seeing yourself in the mirror and you psych yourself out. That's really what is supposed to go down, you know? So I did it as a kid, man, I'm getting chills doing this, but <laughs> and just to be like, all right, Bell Witch, let's see. 
uh, killed the light, said, I hate you, Bell Witch. What is it like three times or whatever? And man, I looked in the mirror and I swear to God, it was like, I don't know, I could probably draw it out better than describing it, but it was just like, you know, those old cranky teachers that had just the square haircut and it's kind of like a pointy face that just always had a scowl just waiting for you to do something or just annoyed by, or like an old lady who was just annoyed, but that like, swear to God, that picture flashed up in my mirror, dude. And it wasn't me because it was smaller than where I was in the mirror. And it was just like this old lady who just looked like had a scowl, like she was upset. Like I was bothering her just like, what do you want? You know? And I just was like, shit, you know, hit the, hit the lights and ran out. Wow. Right. That, that's yeah. scary as heck, man. We we had a couple like crybaby bridges and Irma's house, but it was nothing like in the mirror that you could interact with. But right. hearing that story is really scary. Have you ever been in the cave that, you know, she's well known at? No, no. Or I hadn't been up to the plantation or either. I've heard it's like associated with the whole the whole ordeal mm-hmm. and stuff. But yeah, it's only open certain times of the year, too. And Hopefully I could reach out to her and, you know, be like, Hey, I'm an author. Uh, you know, I could talk about it on my, my horror podcast. And <laughs> maybe she'll shut me down real quick. And she'll be like, no. no, Hey, I'd be down to go up there with you though. Just we'll hey. get ourselves into a scary movie situation, you know? Hey, <laughs> we'll ask for permission and if hopefully we're granted, but if not, then it's going to be yeah, Blair Witch Project. We're yeah. going gorilla guerrilla warfare style so tyler if you're not with us you're gonna have to come retrieve the the camera and stuff all right (laughs) (laughs) how are things over uh in your research database dude they're going uh moderate right now uh i am still trying to reposition camp i have had one thing after another after another come up to where I was required to stay in town. So I've had one weekend at the coast. I moved camp from the mountain to the coast for the winter. Um, in fact, I wanted to talk about that because now that we're out of there, I wanted to get a chance to uh, review what had happened and everything. And I know there was at least one thing that happened to Casey that was never talked about. So I wanted to go over that because I had already, because uh, if you're still okay with that, Casey, because yeah, I know course, I, I had talked to you about yeah, that. Yeah. Before. Yeah, dude. Um, so, uh, and I also had um, in spirit of it being Halloween um, ever to release uh, scary encounter stories. So uh, I'm going to read one or two of those off and uh give you guys a little synopsis of an upcoming uh sasquatch encounter interview i have coming all so, right uh, which happened i believe two days ago and the dude is still scaredless what all right yeah, yes man. yes like fresh fresh so uh actually i'll just read that synopsis right now because i'm excited about like yeah this, shoot. This, yeah it's very short it says I'm not giving his name away yet, but because I don't know if he wants to keep it anonymous or whatever. But he said, just had an experience. Dot 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 dot. Still drying the tears. Dot 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 dot. I've been a diehard outdoorsman and always believed in Sasquatch. Well, <clears throat> well, today I was hunting opening day for deer and was hearing knocks on my left, then right, 
than right behind me. So I got up and left and walked a mile or so back to my truck, called my brother and had service, told him about it. And he said, shoot around off in case it's something messing with you. So I did. I'm sorry. In case it's someone messing with you. So I did. As we are on the phone together, I'm driving down the mountain and it stepped out in the middle of the road. I hit the ditch hard and kept driving. When I got to paved road, I made sure my truck was drivable and my brother and sister were on the phone the whole time. It had took one step and in the middle of the road, had red eyes and stood seven, maybe eight foot tall and scared the living nightmare out of me. I'm still wondering if I could go back to the woods to hunt again. Wow. That's pretty wild, dude. So I obviously reached back out and I was like, hey. We're getting you on. Let's do this. So I'm excited to talk to yeah. this man. Yeah, um, I'm excited to hear it more in depth. Yeah. Yeah. For me, for me, what seals it. And, you know, I know it's a scary encounter, but it's kind of great when these things happen to a lifelong person in the woods who spent their yes. whole time hunting and doing all that. You know, those, those are always the first people who pipe up to say, Oh, I've spent my whole life in the woods and ain't nothing out there. I ain't seen, you know what I mean? It's yeah. like, you know, and you know, growing up in the South, you know, my grandparents and everyone was just always like, you know, be hyper aware. Cause there is everything out in the woods. <laughs> There's everything and more out there. So, yes. you know, but yeah, that's crazy, man. So Good. Yeah. And it was it, so this dude was hunting and that happened. Yep. Yep. Okay. I think I think he was leaving. He was either just showing up or he was leaving. I couldn't. I, I'm going to oh. get more. I'm going to get more details from him. But I wonder if they're kind of sitting around waiting for uh, to like steal. You know what I mean? To like just steal a deer. Just kind of like, whoops, yoink. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. I mean, if they're if they're stealthy as we think and know that they are, they could just sit there and be right on top of the hunters waiting for them to do the easy part and then have the hunter just be like, damn it, where where'd that thing go? <laughs> <laughs> just I'm just spitballing ideas, you know. Oh, yeah. If that happens enough, you know, hunters will stop coming to that area because they're yeah. gonna start realizing either I don't know. They're not hitting kill shots or something is happening. You know, if they right. watch, it, if they watch it fall off or especially if they go retrieve the four wheeler and then it's not there anymore. Yeah. They're going to think something's real. Yeah. Fishy. Yeah. They're going to be like, okay, something's up. Something's up here. Wow. That's cool, man. That's crazy. That sounds good. One of my best friends around here, he's a hog hunter, Donnie Miller and his uh, encounter was pretty famous on Bigfoot Odyssey. And then his, in his one encounter, uh, Tyler would probably recognize it. It was a one-eyed creature in uh -huh. South Florida. Dude. It was on Sasquatch Chronicles. Mm -hmm. uh, so it was kind of a cyclops. But oh. man, he, he has some kind of metal tracker after an alien abduction in his arms. So he's had like 10 or 15 firsthand encounters. But the one in Mariana, right by my house now, uh, was when he was hog hunting, like late at night, wiping them out at, of a farm, like professionally. And this thing was swaying its arms right around him. And yeah, I think they get a little offended when we take out their deer and the pigs and uh, any other animals that they could 
uh, feast on. Same thing with the berries, the mushrooms, the ginseng. When we take, they take. Yeah. And I I think circling back to my encounter, that's what I think the deal was. I think that uh, it, or if there were two of them, in fact, that they had that deer stashed in that big gully ditch and we're coming back to, to get their grub on. And here we are standing in front of the fridge, essentially, you know, and they're like, ah, oh, damn it. We got to get these people out of here. <laughs> 100%. Wrong place, wrong time, but yeah. luckily you survived. Yeah. Yeah, totally. And that's what I'm grateful for too. Honestly, I hear a lot of encounters and I'm grateful that it was chill, that it didn't do a full on roar. And honestly, I, as weird as it sounds, I think my sister's scream is kind of what disarmed the whole situation. This little nine-year-old kid screaming at the top of her lungs. But like, maybe to them, it was like, huh, whoa, wait a minute. It like recognized the scream. You know what I mean? Either as something being hurt or watching us as a family group and being like, hmm. Right. Okay, they know well, they didn't cause the scream. So they're like, oh, man, something must be wrong. We don't yeah. want to cause yeah so instead it was like hey uh let's make this lion sound over here you know and scare everybody and uh we didn't know it was a lion thing until like years and years later maybe like 10 or so years ago my cousin sent me a audio clip uh on um facebook or something and said hey what does this sound like and it was a game cam from somewhere in tennessee and it was straight up had that similar sound and it was wildcats or bobcats or something. It was like they were mating or they were hissing or something. And when he sent that, I was like, holy shit, dude, that's exactly what it sounded like. You know, we were like, oh, so it was totally mimicking that for us to be like, all right, let's get out of here. But yeah, so wild, man, wild. That is wild, man. Yeah, when we were in Tennessee, we heard a lot of crazy stories and things happened, man. Uh, of course, we like I said, we had twigs and stones thrown off the top onto our tents. But uh, we also had people uh, mention the Chickawaga Battlefield. Uh, Chickamauga. Sure. Chickamauga Battlefield, yeah. The guy's name is Daryl. He called out the Sasquatch, cussing at it, and then he got hit in the face by something something welded up his eyes and he shows a picture on my interview with him and then it tore into him and you see three scratches and then he fell to the ground and shot three times and uh just went right through him so i don't know if that was a sasquatch or phantom Uh, sounds weird one of my earliest i've not had any paranormal or uh bigfoot encounters there but one of my earliest paranormal encounters happened there where again, I was a 10 year, I was like, I think I was like 11 or 12 at this point or no, 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 I was younger. I was maybe like seven or eight. I was like seven or eight. And I was with my dad was like a car parts delivery dude. So we, uh, I think we had to go somewhere way off. I was riding with him and on the way back, we stopped off and, uh, you know, it's a huge battlefield and all this, you drive through it and it's got all the markers telling you where all the stuff happened. And uh, as we're driving through, I'm looking and uh, I look over and tell my dad, oh, awesome. Uh, I didn't call it a reenactment because, you know, but I I, I was like, oh, cool. There's something going on. This is great. You know, like, did you know this was happening? And he's like, what? You know, he was a real gruff dude. And he was just like, what are you talking about? And I'm like, dude, this is awesome. And but what I'm seeing 
is like if you're watching a Civil War movie on mute. Like I'm seeing grays and blues like straight up with bayonets, stabbing each other, shooting muskets, loading muskets, uh, cannon explosions, blowing dudes up, and then people loading a cannon. And like I'm seeing a whole battle going on, right? And so I'm just like, we're watching a reenactment. This is badass because I'm like this little kid and my dad's like, what are you talking about? And I'm like, dude, you don't see this? Like, and he's like, there's nothing happening. You're not seeing that. And I'm like, looking over the whole time, he's telling me you're not seeing that, but like, I'm seeing it. You yeah. know, like, oh, that freaked me out, man. Did that you ever, like, did you ever snap out of it? Or did you just drive out or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, cause at that one spot, it was a big, it was a big battlefield. And um, so we were just kind of driving around, you know, but gotcha. in that in that section where we were at, I saw it, dude. I and saw. Did like, your dad believe you? That no, you no, no, no. He it? just, he just, you know, you don't see that. You didn't yeah, see yeah. that. And gotcha. then uh, I do remember we went up to uh, some big. They had, there was a huge lookout tower that was like a. Uh, it was a lookout tower, sniper tower. It had little sniper slots going up, but it went like a hundred feet or so in the air and still standing from the civil war you could climb in there and i remember when we were walking in there my dad stopping because he was hearing stuff and he could hear people walking above us and below us and him thinking it was the echo and and then we were making the noise and there was no echo and but you could hear like people it was almost like they were running up the stairs or running down the stairs like as you would do in a war you know you're taking this shot you're running up you're you know so yeah and uh i don't know man that was just a goal i still remember that but just my dad being like you didn't see that i'm like okay i guess i didn't but <laughs> that's awesome i'll yeah. have to send you the uh interview with him it's uh, it's on my youtube uh, a couple of weeks ago but yeah he had a whole hair sample that he got recently up in Tennessee, a bunch of like 35 casts, a couple that were certified. I'm not, I'm not sure who certifies the Sasquatch prints, but Hey, they definitely looked authentic to me and some had hair in them, but Whoa. you would definitely kick out of it because you, you, that's your stomping grounds, you know, yeah, and dude. it was his stomped on grounds. <laughs> that's but it shows pictures of his of his uh you know clash and then him getting punched in the face and it happened on a live of manimal research so i don't know man some crazy stuff got off three times yeah I, I uploaded it to tiktok uh just like a short version of it got fifty thousand in five hours so that's on pace to hit a million in you know four days uh wow. or less and dang tiktok takes it off for unlawful content i'm like what and what? so i appeal it. put <laughs> it back on and uh it really hasn't gotten anything since so that kind of sucks like it killed oh. all and uh man it i that bothered me for a few days it, it really did but uh you know tiktok's been treating me well tyler i don't know have you che checked my channel recently any of the wild videos like uh my casting video got like a hundred thirty thousand. Uh, and my dude Chris is in my rattlestick video that got like six hundred thousand. I'm like, dude, you're my good luck charm. <laughs> like, oh, the walking legend. Oh man, I was cleaning out a house with him earlier today, and I had my GoPro running because we were going through this one park, 
but yeah, it's always just a good time. You know, every, every day, uh, you just don't know what's going to happen. But of course, when I'm out doing research, camera is always going was just in the green swamp with Tim T in Florida. He got picked for the next 168, uh, Bigfoot odyssey. It's 168 hours, you know, they spend, and there's a bunch of researchers that go out and then they put together a documentary. Uh, but I stayed at his house for, you know, two days and then we found black hair in barbed wire, but it could be bar. Or it could be black bear, a hog, yeah, a big boar. Uh, it doesn't really look like the Sasquatch hair that I've seen before, but Sasquatch are, are different colors, you know. Yeah. Uh, but most of mine looked, you know, you could see a little bit clear to it, and it was a lot thicker than just this. But finding hair is awesome when you're walking in barbed wire. So anybody listening, definitely check it out. Whenever you're walking in barbed wire, uh, check check all all strums and just walk past it, man. You can definitely uh find a cool discovery hmm. hmm i never thought about that yeah it's awesome to film too i just uh i'm talking to the wire the whole time <laughs> it was so cool how how it happened like i was like man next on my on my big goal is just to find some uh some hair out here and then literally like three minutes later tim t is yelling he's like hey i think i got something and i'm like wow mm, yeah. um, nice. I, I put together like a two two hour and 10 minute video uh from that expedition uh it was very very cool it was the end of my everglades i don't know if i sent it to you tyler you're you're in my instagram you know club but i don't know yeah. how much how much you see because sometimes it gets a little wild in there but uh things you know, get lost Yes, definitely. My first day, though, we stopped at Mayaka. And, you know, that's where the, the Mayaka skunk ape pictures came from. And they were sent anonymously to the Sarasota uh, Police Department. But there's lots of stories out of Mayaka. Like one was hit by a car a couple decades ago. And people have been seeing it for generations, limping around. And then finding Bigfoot, they filmed at the Crawley Museum at this boardwalk back in the day when it used to be open with Stacy Brown and then, of course, the whole crew. And Stacy's my homie, so he actually got me exclusive access with his buddy James out there because the boardwalk's been closed now for three years. So we went back there and uh, filmed for you know a few hours, and we heard some grunts, and James actually saw Black Mass and recorded it. Uh, moving across the opening, so I'm super excited to like see the whole breakdown of that. I have to send all my footage over, and and then it's just a waiting game, just like you know, just like these Hollywood movies with Zilla Foot, you know. But no, I I love just putting in the work and then send it over, and then it's on to the next. But my echo is really funny because that's where Brian Laundry, you know, they're looking for him in that whole region, and they they have it been in that area for three years so i was like man this would be a perfect place for him uh to hang out so we were we were ready you know of course and uh then a couple days later well we leave sasquatch offerings and stuff a couple days later i get a text that good good morning america was looking in the area and they find bananas and donuts and they thought it was brian laundry leaving cachets but then they talked to the owner of the uh, museum and they said no some sasquatch researchers were back there so hopefully that makes the final cut. It, all I saw was a, a, a text of a screenshot, you know, because I was on vacation. Hopefully I get the video or see it. Uh, it was pretty funny. I posted it on my community page, though, and 
uh, a lot of people got a good laugh, but hopefully they find that mf -er. uh, Of course, yeah. Dolph, the bounty hunter, is oh, on he's it. Right on it. Dude, he's on Fort it. He'll DeSoto. find him. Fort DeSoto is an awesome place. I've actually camped out there, and uh, the same place where Brian Laundry has a picture, like, holding on these bars. I've been in that same spot, and it's just so trippy to see this homie from Central Florida really throw his life away, and and his parents are all involved, and yeah, America's America's doing it. But I don't know. There's deeper things to it. Gabby was in a uh, music video uh, when she was a kid. I just want people to look it up. I, I really don't want to say much about it because Alex Jones got sued for talking about it. Yeah, enough uh, to look into. But yeah, it's crazy. I think everything is an illusion. For sure, dude. She she was a sacrifice to if she really did die. Man, it's dark stuff, America. Heavy. Yes, I know. Heavy. I know. <laughs> yeah. Um. <laughs> so <laughs> let's uh let's talk about research camp A. <laughs> and more lighter news. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, I just uh no, not downplaying I, anything. I've I know I've I've just been immersed in that for the past like week. Yeah, that's definitely a little it's, bit it's, of a it's heartbreaking. Angle. It's heartbreaking. Yeah. yeah, for sure. The whole situation is heartbreaking. I'll just say that. Uh to answer your question, Connor, I don't do or have TikTok, so I haven't seen any of your TikTok stuff, but I keep updated on your YouTube and your YouTube shorts. Awesome, dude. Thank you, so, man. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. I've been putting a lot of time into my YouTube. Uh, D Donnie Miller from Standing Goats Rescue, he went hiking with me one day, and he saw my crappy setup, and he's like, you're doing all that with that? And I'm like, yeah, man. He's like, right, I got to help you out. And he helped me raise money to uh, get a new GoPro, and like, I ended up getting a drone and a dope hiking bag. So I took my stuff to the next level, and now my videos are you know, like 30 minutes to two hours instead of just a minute, which I like the minute ones because it was for Instagram and TikTok. So everything had a purpose. You know, people don't have that long of a uh, attention span. Like my TikTok and Instagram age is probably like, you know, 17 to, I don't know, 35 average, you know, but my YouTube mm -hmm. is probably 35 to 85 because YouTube is a much older uh, avenue and it's really cool because I've been doing my premieres and I get to be in the live chat uh, with you know like 12 to 35 people so far so it's really cool and I'm starting to do my own live shows because I've been doing the live podcast with Gypsy Road and stuff but I got to get it on my channel going just because I definitely have started a cool community and they know what I represent uh, so so it's cool going everywhere else of course but can't wait to bring it all home and i have so many people that i'm connected to that i'm going to just bring in and introduce to the cryptid world you know who that who are already in the crypto world just like just like you you know like i loved how you went on uh those other shows like mogia monster or whichever what one you mm -hmm. mogia monster yeah and you popped out another one too but i love i love that you know i love when worlds collide because they deserve to they they deserve to know what you're doing and you deserve to have, have their ear hundred percent. Well, I appreciate that. Uh, well, that other one was the, uh, we're talking about the death, the Mongolian death worm, right? 
Uh, yeah, well, Mogion, the Mog, Mogi, Mongolian Deathworm. Yes, that one was with me. But didn't you hop on Mogion Monster or something? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Wow, that's trippy. I kind of forgot that you uh, <laughs> that it was the Mongolian Deathworm. I remembered that you were on Gypsy Road. You know, with that's us. That's the show. Yes. It was the tre- it was Tremors. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Ah, you know, I'm a couple dabs in, so that is mind blowing. <laughs> well, speaking I was of Mongolian barbecue, halfway through that, oh, oh, God. Oh, that sounds oh. bomb. <laughs> uh, well, speaking of, yeah, so let's, if, if you don't, if you wouldn't mind, Connor, uh, I, I, uh, I want to go over research camp because you might have a little insight into some of it. Um, into some what happened. So, Casey, yeah, you were you were there for a good chunk of the of time that I was up at research camp. Yeah, um, and the majority of the time that I had stuff happen was when you were there. And so, uh, if you wouldn't mind, let's go over sort of. The things we experienced and heard and uh and then we'll lead into what happened with you me and my buddy ben up along okay. lookout road so okay. i so it started off with us hearing the first day that we went no i'm I see i always do that because i get excited about the clave sound knocking in the okay. wood that we heard. well okay I, but i remember because the the first day i took you up there um was the memorial it was memorial day weekend yes yep and then what did we have we think we had something happen up there enough to uh the scream the scream yeah and then it was enough to go to bring um dave the following day where we also had stuff happen yeah all right no 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 was it a scream or was it a whistle the first time. Uh, it was a whistle do you uh it was a whistle and it was at lookout point um you were you were kept hearing uh the chatter what you were thinking Whisper, like, like yeah yeah like the off distant conversation yes um i couldn't really hear it but um yeah that and so that was the first day we came back with dave the following day yes. and that's and we hiked around a bunch um in the one in a, one of the first mushroom spot we were at the day before and then um then we were in the area of what would eventually become uh research camp yes and on that and on that lookout road and that's where we got like very audible callbacks mm-hmm. and then that was pretty wild dude absolutely I- <laughs> Personally, I think Casey had such a close encounter in Tennessee and just growing up that there's definitely some kind of scent or difference in his chemical makeup that when he went Mm. west, they definitely saw that about him. So I think that's why you have a lot of uh, firsthand encounters just right away uh, in Oregon and Washington Mountains. Well, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, because Casey's been straight up like, like monkey shrieked at <laughs> yeah yeah and of course I, that happened like that. yeah and of course that happened when i was by myself you know the, my only 
my only indication that it that it actually happened was I had my dog with me and she perked up and was like looking in that area that it happened to. And I was like, okay, well, I guess everyone will just have to ask Bella that <laughs> you know that she heard it too, I guess, because but uh and I was down and so what happened was well, we're kind of getting ahead of ourselves. So, so let's go back to the day before where me, you and Dave, me, Tyler and Dave were there. Yeah. Um, Dave was doing his things, which were really cool, which neither Tyler or myself had done before on trying to initiate uh, callbacks. Yep. Um, he was rolling boulders down the hill and uh, he said he had gotten some pretty good responses for that. Uh, Tyler does the Ohio how. Uh, side note, a badass uh, Ohio uh, howl. <laughs> like every time. I and, practice uh, in the shower, bro. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, this particular spot we're at on Lookout Point, whereas it is, in fact, a killer lookout, we're about almost 7,000 feet up. Uh, you look kind of go out and look to your left. You can see Mount Hood and Mount Adams, or I'm sorry, Mount Hood is behind us. You can see Adams and Mount Rainier to the direct left. You can see Southern Idaho or uh, Southern Washington and Idaho. You can see the giant windmills off in the distance. Like it's crazy, dude. Um, Then it goes into a big valley and a big convergent zone of like three other different valleys where, I mean, we're up above it. We can't tell which way it flows, but you can definitely see river flowing three different ways. It's, It's super green. Um, and as I've told Tyler before, you know, and, you know, said before as well, where if you were an eight foot tall being, uh, running the gauntlet between where we were looking at and through those other mountains, like that wouldn't be anything, dude, that'd be like a day's trek, you know what I mean? To run off to that next mountain or something, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, just meaning that you could cover a law, a large amount of distance in a very short amount of time absolutely and so uh and so uh this one day me tyler and dave were there tyler tyler does the ohio howl and we were getting responses just straight up and then uh dave did his howl well he and i heard one that tyler didn't hear tyler was hearing whistles so we're probably, I don't know, 15, 20 feet away from each other. Like me and Dave are kind of together and Tyler's just like off, you know, not too far. Like we can see him and talk and hear, you know, he's just off to the other side. And uh, Dave and I hear a very clear, like, whoop, like so loud, like so loud and right there. Like he and our jaws dropped. We were like, holy shit, dude. Like not expecting anything. And but Tyler didn't hear that, but he was hearing whistles and uh was hearing like the conversation thing the whole time and kept hearing that. And then um, which we weren't hearing. So that was kind of weird. And then we had um and then Dave was doing another call that he does for his for his group that he's gotten responses with. And I forgot, I, I forgot how it was, but he did his call and it was like one, 1,000, two, 1,000, boom. Just so, I mean, it might've not even been like a two count, dude. It was like, 
response, but it was it exactly mimicked this his tone and syllables of how he did his. And wow. so much so that all three of us immediately got disheartened and ducked our heads. We were like, damn it, that's a person down there messing with us. Well, you know, all three believers, but we were like, that's a person down there. And even Tyler was like, hello, because we were just so certain of it. Um, yeah, but I didn't we, I didn't get a response. Back no, no, you didn't that. get a response out of the hello. But we were just like, ah, oh, damn it. Like now we have to immediately discount everything we've heard because we were just so certain that was a person. But then the more we were kind of like got back to the car and were processing stuff, we were like, there's no way that could have been a person over first and foremost how loud and like how loud it was how long it was and it's you know going up a valley like i'd imagine you're if you're yelling down into a valley it's going to carry a much larger distance than trying to yell up especially right. through some large thickets of trees you know there's, there's no way no way <laughs> that was a person no no <laughs> no no, no. But but Dave, we were looking on the map. Uh, he, Dave was kind of convinced that there was a campground down there, and and uh, there was a clearing way far off that we ended up driving off to. But it was so far off, there was no way where even if someone was down in that clearing, there's no way they would have been loud enough for us to hear it where we were. You know, right? But uh, but um, yeah. And so uh, he, we just was like there were people down there and I'm like, dude, I've been on this mountain the last like five years. My best friend and his girl have been up here for the last like six and a half years tracking all up in this area. Cause essentially that area was one of mine and our mushroom spots and Tyler's spot got washed out or, you know, burned out, I guess yeah. uh, from last year. And so I was like, well, Hey dude, uh let's just come poke around up here we've had some weird shit happen very least there'll be some mushrooms and i could show you some foraging stuff you know no big deal and uh, so that's how that all came about and so uh going back to the event uh dave was just like oh you know there's a campground down there and i'm like dude we've been all over this mountain there ain't no campground down there dude telling you and he goes yeah but you said you know you're a mushroom forager, you'd be down there. And I'm like, yeah, I know I said that, but I wouldn't be down there. It's just no way to walk around, blah, blah, blah. You know, we weren't like arguing about it. It was just trying to be logical and, you know, yeah, yeah. Fig trying to just be like, all hey. different angles. yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. <clears throat> and so I was like, screw it. I got nothing going on. I drove up there the next day. Stupid, you know, Side note, even if you are an experienced hiker, don't go hiking off by yourself. Or if you do, don't push off further than you're comfortable going. Even if you are ready and all that, just want to put that out there. But anyways. Oh, your instinct always. <laughs> yes, yes. And even when you are feeling it and you kind of want to push on, don't just stick to what you know. And it's just safer. Uh, anyways. Um, so I went out there by myself and was like, man, I'll just have a day with the dog. Just walk around, uh, look for stuff. And, um, what's that? No, I, okay. No, no. I was trying to think if that was a time when I'd found the, that, uh, 
that rack, the mule deer rack. But I think I found that early on in the year in the season. But uh, anyway, so we drove back up there and I was hiking around. And at the very last, I was driving it back and I'm like, yeah, you know what? I'm going to stop. I'm going to hike off down here and see how far I can get and just check it out, scope it out where we had, you know, at lookout point where we had heard the uh the callbacks and where tyler and i had gotten callbacks before so i was like i'm just gonna hike down there no big deal so i put on and i always hike with an snr bag uh, it's my search and rescue bag it's primarily for um for animals and stuff but i've got like tons of first aid and you know you know got everything in there dude just because um personally i got lost in the woods once and it sucked <laughs> luckily you got out you know i spent six hours lost and it wasn't fun, but, uh, so anyways, I always hike with that. And uh, so I had that and my dog. And so we start going down and this is like, man, it's every bit of like 35 or 40 degree angle. It's almost like vertical. And like, I almost lose it right out of the gate. Cause I just, it was steeper than I thought. And so that first step, I kind of ended up falling back. And so I got my footing and was kind of doing the switchback walking down as you do on steep to, to get down. And, I stopped about halfway down to kind of take a break. And also I was coming up on where the heavy wood line is. And so I was kind of like, all right, where do I want to punch in at and kind of see. And as I'm doing that, um, I'm standing there and all of a sudden, just like directly in front of me, probably about 30, 30 yards, 40 yards in front of me in from within this big, thick thicket, I just hear this and that was it and i'm like uh that was weird and i look over at bella and she's all cool you know ears up high alert staring like staring the direction it's coming from she's not growling or anything so i'm kind of like okay well she heard that but you know she's not threatened so i'm kind of looking i was like that was really weird uh crows and ravens are some of my favorite birds i know the sounds that they make that was not either one of those birds. Uh, they also very rarely just call twice and that's it without flying off or anything. So that was really weird. And um, yeah. Oh, and that was also after the time I found the small footprint. That That's when that was. That's when that happened. So earlier when I was hiking around, because again, this is my mushroom area. So I'm looking for mushrooms. It's also a great habitat for where, you know, the the big person of the woods would be. So I just kind of combined the two, you know, just, hey, it's fun. It's woods. And uh, I found, uh, found a tiny footprint. And I was like, oh, that's weird. But it looked like a tiny footprint, dude. <laughs> like a tiny footprint. And, um, and then later on is when I heard that scream walking down in there. So... Anyways, I, I punched in, I walked down and, and we're talking, man, this stuff is like, these trees are so close together, so thick. It's not easy going through it, let alone, like, I'm pretty good directionally. Like, I'm kind of, like, I'm not good with being like, we're going southeast at a 45, you know, but I can just be like, okay, I came from this direction. <clears throat> you know, I've been walking this way. I need to go back, you know, that sort of deal. But you know, this was kind of the so thick that once you kind of walked in, like I walked in a good ways, but then I kind of stopped and was like, man, this is all starting to look the same where even if I, like, I know I have to go uphill, but 
either way, like this is all starting to look the same. I need to stop and go back. So I kind of cut it short on my own will. I, it wasn't like anything was like telling me to stop or anything like that. You know, I just kind of, it was my own safety being like, I want, I did want to push on, but it was just such thick woods that I'm like, okay, losing light. This isn't smart. Let's just go back. So, and, uh, and I went back and what's funny too, though, is from when we were looking down, uh, from that lookout point, we called them the, uh, from the lookout point, you can definitely see, like, we were calling them small trees and the tall trees. Like there was a big difference, but you could see and look like small trees and tall trees. Right. <laughs> but when, but when you walk down to the small trees, those small trees were about 15 or 20 feet tall. <laughs> And then the tall trees were the really old ones back behind it. Wow. But uh, we, from, from what we had figured out that it seemed like that call from where um, Dave and I heard, and then uh, me, Dave and Tyler collectively heard during that whole scenario, it seemed like what we were hearing was coming down <clears throat> from back behind where the small trees were meeting the tall trees uh down below there so but yeah that just blew us away man we were just like that really happened like we all like we just had to take yeah. that moment to be like okay we all heard that right it we literally <laughs> it literally resonated in my head all night dude and that's when i when contacted you i was like dude there's no effing way that was a person that was so loud now that i'm thinking about it it was it's so echoed. loud and resounding. It echoed, dude. Yeah, it was so resounding and, and, and like... not not and not to the point of an echo of like if you, I, or or anyone else would have screamed. It was like it, it was a echo, dude. It was huge. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and like that's why I was making that's why I was making a point to uh, to describe the how thick the trees were and yes and all that because you know even if you were down there yelling. It, it, it's, I mean, you couldn't sustain or get that kind of loudness. Yeah. From, from in there, man, just no way, just no way. So if, if you wouldn't mind, let's fast forward now to the yeah. next situation. Cause I believe that's uh, with you up there. I've had noises and whatnot that have, ha that have happened to me, uh, including, which I think both of, you know, when I had two of my other friends up at that spot, we heard probably three or four different, what I believe to be Sasquatch whooping back and forth, probably like a yeah. hundred, 200 yards away from camp back in the wood. Okay. But anyways, yeah. uh, fast forward past that to the next situation, which I believe wasn't it when Ben was with us. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's when we were doing the casting. Yeah. 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 I found that impression and we went back to cast it. Because it was bear territory, and I didn't want to go there by myself. Yeah, and uh, so I had Casey and my and my homie Ben uh, come <clears throat> up, and uh, it we cast the track and headed out there, and I we stopped at Lookout Point to uh, get uh, check check it out, see what was going on with it. Because also and it's a it is a great gorgeous lookout point where even if nothing's happening, take that moment to stop and take those few minutes for sure, you know. Yes, yes. <laughs> so, it, but it was 
it was it was barely barely light like there was you could see probably what like five feet in front of your face oh yeah yeah it was dark and losing light quick yeah and we're sitting on the edge of the road at lookout point just looking down this little ravine and you uh you tell it casey because i i don't okay so i think they were weren't you were yeah we were doing the calls and the rock tumbling right yes yes and so we're also kind of standing there and we're all spread out and i'm just kind of standing there just staring down like looking down because i can kind of see a tree the spot i'm looking at is kind of open it's kind of patchy too so you get little moments of patchiness mm-hmm. but you can still see trees and um you know again we're so far up that you know this is like literally last light of this area uh but i can see can't really see defining things but you can definitely see tree ground and all that right and i'm just staring down there and then all of a sudden i just like i just see it was like something moved it just like it was like from like it was standing in front of the tree and if it hadn't moved i still would have never seen it but it was just like a big dark figure like darker than what wasn't like in the dark enough for me to see it it just like moved like took a big step you know like how i'm doing this screen right but like if you're looking it made that big of a thing but then just stopped like it just took a one big step stop and i was just to, like to the listeners not watching the video he's doing like a yo-yo back to right and left <laughs> almost yeah. like it almost like if you can picture an ape going like hopping right and left but it was just like a whole body moving you know like making uh just just trying to um to um give an idea of how much space like it wasn't just like a small step sideways it was like big enough to show movement you know what i mean and uh i was just like damn did i just see that or am i tripping (laughs) you know and not really but just being like am i seeing that or what was going on because there's no wind blowing there's no reason for anything to be whipping around to for me to be like see a shadow or a branch or something like that it was straight up like did I just see that? <laughs> and I, again, I'm the only one staring at it. So, you know, I'm just like, so I just tell him, guys, I think I saw something over here. Like, I, I, I'm almost positive I did. And so Tyler comes over and he starts looking and he's like, dude, I see something right there. And without me having telling him where I'm looking, he said, I see it. Right? I see something right there. And I'm like, yeah, dude, that's right where I saw it. That's right where I saw what I saw. And, and Ben had been looking at that spot already, right? Yeah. Yeah. But from over from yes. down by the thing. And then he, uh, he went and got the binoculars and comes over and, uh, he sits down and is just kind of looking with the binoculars, just scanning. And, uh, and then I noticed, so I looked down and I noticed that like, he's just keyed in on the spot and he's not really moving around. And so I'm kind of watching him. He's not moving. And I was like, Ben, you hadn't moved in a minute. What's, what do you see? And I, and he just, no, he just pauses and I'm like, well, Hey dude, like whatever you see is whatever you see. You know what I mean? Don't, don't be afraid to be like, Oh, I see something weird. You know, just say what you see, you know, no big deal. And he's like, well, I don't know what I see. (laughs) We're like, well, just describe it. And he just saw like some kind of 
big patch of darkness on the dark. And as he's watching it, he said it just disappears. He said, I was just saw this dark mass there and then it just wasn't there. Oh, okay. That was weird. And um, so we're standing there, keep watching. And uh, I just have this crazy, and, I, and I've heard people describe it, and I've never myself experienced it prior to this, but I've heard everybody say, I felt like something was watching me. Uh, felt like something was watching me. Um, but this time I was like, right where I was looking was, it was like something was 100% there watching me watching us like it knew like it knew we were there and uh it was just watching us not i don't feel like threatened but you know definitely my spidey senses were telling me something is there watching us and uh then i had this whole tingly sensation come over the whole right side of my head and down my neck and like down my back and it was like super weird and just kind of had that weird feeling and then just kind of that was about it but just just that we all saw it and then when oh yeah then bringing it back to ben and we said he says he saw the spot and it disappeared and i said well uh we're like well where did you see it and he goes right there and again points the third time right in the area where tyler and i had been looking and a third time unbeknownst to him like he didn't see us point to that area. He was he was over by the car away from us. And so was for him it, to come. Go ahead. So sorry, was it acting like a tree when it moved? You know, when it moved it to the side, and then you saw it for a second, and then Tyler ended up seeing it. Was it just standing there trying to be a tree? Or it was what standing, was it? Yeah, doing? it was standing. Uh, yeah, it was standing next to a big tree. And like I said, if it hadn't moved, I really wouldn't have noticed it being there. <clears throat> like it almost kind of like maybe just by the illusion it's giving that maybe I just thought it was the tree trunk, but I'm looking at it sort of thing. Yeah. Don't really know. But it, it was enough to where like just that movement is what caught my eye. You know, definitely. definitely. Dude, Tyler, if, what was it for you? Uh, that's what I was saying. When I looked into that spot uh it just just popped on me uh, up to me uh if you can picture finding bigfoot and bobo jumping in back and forth from behind a tree you got that mass he's like doing the little little hop but make it more fluid and that's what i kept seeing yeah Um, and then i'm and then i'm sitting there and all of a sudden i hear sniffles and I realize Casey's crying. Like I've never experienced him cry before. And it was little, there was no reason to be crying. Yeah. There was no reason. So that cemented that we were seeing something going on there. And, and, and so. I was just going to say it, tie, it tied in with that tingly sensation. Like I couldn't control that. And I wasn't like sad or anything. I was just like, dude, I can't control this. My fucking, like I'm over here pouring like. You know, right. like yeah. I, like I'm, I'm at someone's funeral or something, man. Right. And I'm like, this is wasn't, weird. <laughs> you, you weren't like, this is weird. You weren't quite sobbing, like you weren't emotional like that, but you were like pure ducks yeah. flooding, bro. And, yeah, like, yeah, it was flooding. And nose yeah. running, and like it yeah, was yeah. Weird. Te- tears were flowing, dude. It was wild. 
Um, so I, I went to the museum the next day and told Cliff and Connor about that. And that's when he looked at me and he goes, hold on, I'll be right back. And he went back behind the counter into the back room, comes back with the Fleur TK scout and says, hands it to me and says, get me a, get me a video of a Sasquatch and don't come back with that one. Oh, and don't break it. <laughs> wow. so, so that's how, that's how I, I, I acquired the TK scout that I've been using. um but uh i have another story that i think only one of you may know this maybe even and it was actually a huge learning curve for me because i uh i inadvertently gave someone a sasquatch experience um so uh me and my cousin dustin were up on the mountain and we're at lookup point and I had done an Ohio how, and I start hearing like me and him both start hearing, this is like a fast forward version, start hearing like whispers, like low tonated talking in the wind, like what I had heard, but it was more audible. It was like, it sounded like instantly, like my skepticism went, went up because it sounded like a person, but it was the middle of the night. There was no, like I didn't see anyone pull up around there. And so, uh, so we're hearing this and I'm like, Ooh, 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 okay. Well, I'm going to scream. So I give off uh, or no, I'm sorry. A whoop. It was a whoop next. So I whooped and the, the talking intensified probably two seconds afterwards. And I'm like, what the hell is going on, dude? So I gave a Cliff Berkman scream. <laughs> you, you know what I'm talking about, dude. And, it, and all the listeners know what I, I'm sure know what I'm talking about. And out of nowhere, dude. Bam, 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 Yeah, I looked at my cousin was like, we got to get out of here, dude. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, so uh, uh, I, awesome. I, I learned in that situation that... Uh, Probably to maybe let myself be known in <laughs> that situation for next time. Uh, I felt and feel really bad because I'm sure I scared the bejesus out of whoever was down there. That's all I have for you today. If you enjoyed today's show, be sure to share, like, and subscribe. The more people my content reaches, the bigger names I'll be able to get on my podcast, and even more cool content I'll be able to produce at more consistent rates. Be sure to keep your eyes out for part two being dropped next week, and to keep this outro short and sweet, love yourself, love others, be kind, be safe, and until next time.
get a cut with my homies Dressed in all black and we cozy Can't say you love, you gotta show me with my guys, then I'm Dolly hey. Ain't no vibe like this, they don't rock like this And you know we don't miss, swish Man. They don't catch my drift, tell them I ain't they biz Yo, catch my jizz, bitch uh-huh. Ain't no vibe like this, they don't rock like this they And you know we don't miss, swish They don't catch my drift, tell them I ain't they biz Yo, catch my jizz, bitch I'm in a cup with my homies, I'm in a cup with my homies hey, in a cut, in a cut. Show no love to the police, show no love to the phonies No love, no love She wanna come to my homies, she wanna ride like a pony Better pay up if you owe me, don't come around like you know me Man's that movie too shaky, acting sus for no reason uh, Still do the dash like Stacey with a city girl, it's that season uh, She wanna ride this all-wheel drive, you don't gotta put no key in uh, We on a rise like emoji eyes, you know that they be preying uh, Stashing the guap, setting up shop, I got a plan, is you ready or not? Puffing this plant, rising my stock, force on my hand, they moving wide Don't gotta scam, don't gotta hop, I turn styles, screw it and chop Shout out big bro, he call me Ock, keeping it safe, we got it on lock This is a whole mood like O2, I told Missy to work and she got that soul food, I'm so full, she get busy for certain This is a whole mood like O2, I told Missy to work it She got that soul food, I'm so full, she get busy for certain hey. Ain't no vibe like this, they don't rock like this, and you know we don't miss Swish, Man. they don't catch my drift, tell them I ain't they biz, or catch my jizz, bitch uh-huh. Ain't no vibe like this, they don't rock like this, they and you know we don't miss Swish, they don't catch my drift, tell them I ain't they biz, or catch my jizz, bitch I'm in a cup with my homies, I'm in a cup with my homies in a cut, in a cut. Show no love to the police, show no love to the phonies No love, no love she wanna come to my homie, she wanna ride like a pony Better pay up if you owe me, don't come around like you know me We in the spot, thuggin' like pop, kicking in doors, you know we don't knock She wanna dance, do a tiktok, she making a move, she making it drop We set the mood, pull up and eat all your food, ooh, ooh, ooh How can we lose, blessings keep coming in twos, twos, twos You do or you don't, you will or you won't, hop in the phantom, then I go ghost They doing the most, they watch what you post, like in our picture, she like how I post They saying we ghost, Kobe on go, playing the cut, just me and my woes We getting high, to balance the lows, you hear the flows, fuck all these hoes I need my ducks in a row, whoa, 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 yeah Coming up fast, I thought we was moving too slow, slow, whoa, no Making a killing, cause we keep selling these clothes, 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 yeah It's ISO, I ain't gon' tell you no more, just me and my bro, yeah. Ain't no vibe like this, they don't rock like this, and you know we don't miss Swish, they don't catch my drift, tell them I ain't they biz, or catch my jizz, bitch uh-huh. Ain't no vibe like this, they don't rock like this, they don't rock, they don't miss they don't rock, they don't they don't catch my drift, tell them I ain't they biz, or catch my jizz, bitch I'm in a cup with my homies, I'm in a cup with my homies, in a cup Show no love to the police, show no love to the phonies No love, no love She wanna come to my homie, she wanna ride like a pony Better pay up if you owe me, don't come around like you know me